Welcome to the Mr. Schmooze Podcast. The podcast for everyone. Cody Lowry, author of the great new book, Schmooze, What They Should Teach at Harvard Business School. Setting up a meeting with the President of the United States in one week. Getting a baseball signed by the Pope. Carrying the torch in the Olympic torch relay. Being presented a Super Bowl ring from one of NFL's Hall of Fame coaches. Cody even arranged an audition in less than 48 hours for Saturday Night Live. No regurgitated internet theory, just the real deal from a man who has walked the walk. Funny, genuine, authentic, inspirational, and a guy with a big heart. Your host, author of Schmooze, what they should teach at Harvard Business School, Mr. Schmooze himself, Cody Lowry. Hey, how'd I do, huh? Thank you. Say, oh, please stop, for God's sake, stop. Oh, please, no more. I can't take any more. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good, Good evening. evening. I don't know exactly where you are. So this is one big hello to everyone listening out there in podcast land. I'm Cody Lowry, speaker and author of the book Schmooze, What They Should Teach at Harvard Business School. Today, our topic is going to be laughing at yourself. Yes, laughing at yourself, and believe it or not, it's more important than you think. Before we get started, a little information about my book Schmooze. It's distributed by Simon & Schuster. The publisher is Post Hill Press. And since its release in early August, I can tell you that it's doing phenomenally well. It's getting great reviews, and I hope when you get an opportunity, you'll pick up a copy for yourself. And if you're one of those people that loves audiobooks, it's just been released. Now, in the book, you'll not only read about how and why I was chosen to carry the torch in the Olympic torch relay, you'll also learn how I actually arranged on a very short notice, just 48 hours, an audition for Saturday Night Live when I was doing stand-up comedy. You'll learn how I arranged a meeting with the President of the United States in one week. You'll also learn how I managed to be the recipient of a Super Bowl ring from one of NFL's Hall of Fame coaches. How I got a baseball signed by the Pope for the late Hall of Fame manager, Sparky Anderson. But beyond all the sizzle, you'll also learn in the book a new definition of the word schmooze and the reason why I believe it should be part of the curriculum, not just at Harvard, but every other college for that matter. It's about making a great first impression. It's about a winning smile. It's about being persistent in whatever endeavor you're trying to accomplish. It's about the importance of being a contrarian. It's about schmoozing from the podium and learning how to get up in front of people and make that presentation or pitch with confidence. It's about thinking outside of the box, and yes, it's also about thinking big. It's about having fun. It's about appreciating. And my friends, in the book, you'll also learn about the spoils of schmoozing. It's about mentoring. And yes, it's about the ability to laugh at yourself. You know, the late Groucho Marx, truly one of America's great comedians with an incredible wit, once said, if you find it hard to laugh at yourself, He said, let me know because I'll be happy to do it for you. You know, I don't want to get sidetracked here, but those of you from a younger generation who have never heard of Groucho Marx need to do yourself a favor and check him out on YouTube. 
From 1949 until 1960, Groucho Marx had a TV and radio show that absolutely dominated the airwaves. The TV show in particular was very popular. Groucho, with his rolling eyes and ever-present big cigar, would interview contestants, and what really made the show so popular was how he mastered the art of ad-libbing. And as I already said, he had an incredible wit. He once asked a male contestant how many kids he had. The gentleman replied, well, Groucho, we have 12 kids. To which Groucho remarked, 12 kids? Are you kidding? He said, well, Groucho, my wife and I love kids. To which Groucho quickly replied, well, I like my cigar, but I take it out once in a while. <laughs> Groucho Marx. What a gift he was. And again, for those of you who never have heard of Groucho Marx, check him out on YouTube. I promise you won't be disappointed. So today our topic is all about the ability to laugh at yourself. Do you laugh at yourself or do you take yourself a little too seriously? Do you know laughing at yourself actually makes you healthier? You can handle stress better. You can boost your short-term memory. You can manage pain better. In a recent study conducted by cardiologists at the University of Maryland Medical Center in Baltimore revealed that laughing along with an active sense of humor can protect against heart attack and prevent heart disease. According to the study, people with heart disease were 40% less likely to laugh in a variety of situations compared to people of the same age without heart disease. Just more evidence that lightening up a little bit can lengthen your lifespan. As for me, it seems I'm always putting myself in a situation where I have to laugh at myself. We've all had those moments when we do something really stupid or awkward. It's happened to everyone. You'll walk down the street and you trip or you fall. Assuming that you weren't hurt, seriously, it's an opportunity to laugh at yourself. I recall like it was yesterday, but it's actually been about 20 years ago. My wife and sister, brother-in-law, we were in Seattle, and one cold evening we were walking the streets, and I had my hands in my pockets. And as we were going down this very steep incline, I tripped and went rolling and rolling down the street. And talk about rolling, my wife, my sister, and brother-in-law, they were all rolling with laughter. When I finally picked myself up off the ground, my pants were ripped. I had some scrapes and bruises. But before I could get upset with their reaction, I started laughing harder than they were. Most of us have insecurities or feel bad about ourselves because of our past mishaps. But guess what? It's normal. It's our imperfections that make us who we are. That being said, you should stop worrying about having to convince others of your worth or maintaining an ideal image of yourself. What's really important is that you're honest with yourself about who you are and accept yourself despite your flaws. Self-acceptance is the key to self-confidence, and you won't be able to laugh at yourself without first accepting yourself. You know, raising three teenagers can bring out the worst in you, especially if you're trying your best to be serious in a situation that demands no less than a firm, authoritative father figure. 
My wife and I had just purchased what I thought at the time was the most beautiful couch we had ever owned. I say at the time because today my tastes have evolved and I probably wouldn't succumb to a wave of emotions and excitement at the thought of owning an emerald green suede couch. Because this couch was the focal point of the living room, I couldn't help but admire this piece of furniture every time I walked into the room. It was a sense of arrival for me, so you can only imagine my horror when one night I came home from work when my new prized possession was only six days old and there in the middle of the couch was a giant dark stain. How could this be? What is this? Some sort of a joke? How could anybody be so cruel? The longer I looked at that stain on my prized possession, the madder I got. Fortunately, before I drove myself into a complete out-of-body experience, I decided that I, the master of the house, would damn well get to the bottom of this. I yelled to my three teenagers who were all downstairs at the time, Cody, Chelsea, Kip, get up here right now. Up they came with expressions of terror on their faces, surely thinking that someone must have died. For me, it was almost worse than that. There they stood at attention, ready for the sovereign leader's inquisition. Look at this stain, I said. I want to know who did it. I want to know now. And I want the truth. With the same cadence, the same words and tone in which Jack Nicholson delivered in his iconic movie, A Few Good Men, my oldest son snapped back. He said, Dad, you can't handle the truth. Well, I started to laugh and I couldn't stop. All of a sudden, this supreme leader had lost his power to discipline. Today, whenever I think of that moment and how Cody brought me back to reality, I always get a good laugh. You know, in the book, I didn't tell anyone how that stain got on my couch and I've had lots of questions and people wanting to know exactly what happened. Well, the culprit was a friend of my son, Cody. His name is Craig Suarez, and the story I heard was that he fell asleep on the couch and for some reason was drooling profusely. Why he was drooling, I have no idea, and I didn't ask any more questions. And now, are you ready for the big bad wolf story? Here it is. In business, there have been many times when I've had to sit back and laugh at myself, maybe because of the way I was handling a situation or maybe because of the way I reacted to some person. And one such incident occurred in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I love saying Kalamazoo. I used to do audio in that market and at all, I was always thrilled to be able to say Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> Kalamazoo is a town of about 75,000 people in western Michigan. I used to travel there quite frequently, and I stayed at this hotel. It was called the Radisson Plaza Hotel. Now, it was owned by the Stryker family, founders of the Stryker Corporation, one of the world's leading orthopedic and medical technology companies. In this one situation, I had made my reservation two weeks prior to me visiting, and I had also made a reservation at Webster's Steakhouse restaurant that was located on the upper floor. It's also a place where you can get a 22 ounce USDA prime cowboy ribeye 
for $89. So late that afternoon when I got to the hotel, I decided to head upstairs so that I might be able to confirm my reservation as well as see where my party would be sitting. I was greeted at the front desk of the restaurant and was told that my reservation had been moved from the main dining room to the less formal public room across the hall. I made this reservation two weeks prior and now I thought to myself, they want to change the venue? Politely, I told them that was not going to work. The young lady informed me that they had tried to reach out to me a couple of times to no avail and I thought, well, that's not good enough. I was pretty mad, and I asked to see the manager in charge. My adrenaline, I will tell you, was on the rise, and I was ready to give this guy a piece of my mind. When out from the kitchen came this person in charge who happened to be the chef, and much to my surprise, he was a she. Standing no more than five feet tall with a glowing smile and dressed in her starched white chef coat, was Tiffany, who looked like the cover girl for Bon Appetit magazine. Tiffany had poise that matched her grace, and with her immediate take-charge style, I was put on notice that she was not afraid of the big bad wolf. What seems to be the problem, Mr. Lowry, she said, in a tone usually reserved for a child, and almost immediately... This atrocity that had been thrust upon me began to dissipate, making me wonder why I was making such a fuss at all. She directed me to a table in the adjoining pub where they promised a round of drinks for my party, and I started to smile and, yes, even laugh a bit at myself, as well as Tiffany diffusing the situation so easily. So here's a great idea. The next time you're taking yourself a little too seriously, go immediately to timeout, count to 10, take a deep breath, and laugh at yourself. Before we go, I want you to know that I've enjoyed this show, and I want to wish everyone out there a happy new year. I know 2021 is going to be a whole lot better than this last year we had. I also want you to know that I'm putting together material for a new book. The title is going to be called Schmoozers We Love. And if you would, please, when it's convenient and you get a moment, email me and tell me about that special schmoozer in your life. Maybe it's a member of the clergy, a member of the family, maybe it's somebody at work. But first and foremost, this schmoozer has got to have heart and they got to care about the little guy. So email me at myschmooze at gmail.com. That's myschmooze at gmail.com. I want to know who that special schmoozer is in your life. And if you have a picture, please include it. Or if you prefer, you can text me at 813-310-3962. That's 813-310-3962. And remember, please review on iTunes and share this podcast. I've enjoyed the show, and I hope you did too. Don't miss our next podcast when our topic will be appreciate. Yes, appreciate. And taking the time out to sit back and smell the roses. And remember, don't take yourself so seriously. Laugh at yourself. Until next time, I'm Cody Lowry, and may the schmooze 
be with you.